The Rebbe Rashab, Rabbi Shalom Dovber of Lubavitch of Blessed Memory, the Rebbe Rashab one time spoke and said as follows, When the Baal Shem Tov's soul entered the world, it was Hashem whispering the Jewish people's name into its ear. In other words, he was referencing the idea that's brought down in the holy books, that if a person, God forbid, faints, one of the ways to revive a person out of a faint, one of the ways to awaken a person from a unnatural slumber is by whispering their Jewish name into their ear because the name of each of us connects to our soul. When parents give a name, it's a prophecy, which is why many holy people never wanted to get involved in the giving of the name. They left it always to the parents because it's a prophecy, because the name, the Jewish name of a person is connected to their soul. So when your name is recited, it awakens that parts of your soul that have fallen asleep. And so the Rebbe Rashab is saying that when the Baal Shem Tov's soul entered this world, we know the Baal Shem Tov's name was Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tov that that was Hashem whispering our name, Yisrael, we're all part of Am Yisrael. When Hashem sent the Baal Shem Tov soul into the world, He was whispering into our ear, our name, Shema Yisrael. But this metaphor that the Rebbe Shab is saying is that the Baal Shem Tov soul and the light of the Baal Shem Tov coming to the world even though seemingly it was a very late development of Judaism. Hasidism is very recent. You know, for the Jewish people that are always famous for sticking to tradition and never wanting to change our ways, etc., Hasidus only started, a, the Baal Shem Tov was born a little more than 300 years ago. And Hasidus only started really spreading 250 years ago, but it spread like wildfire until the extent that today everyone is into the light of Hasidus and everyone feels the need for Hasidus in their life. And that is because the Baal Shem Tov soul is Hashem whispering our name into our ear, awakening us from the fainting, awakening us from the deep slumber. But on a more theological basis, what is it about the teachings of the Baal Shem Tov that awakens all Jews from their slumber? Why is Hasidus so potent? What is the secret of Hasidus? What is the secret of the Baal Shem Tov and all his students and students' students, all the branches of Hasidus that somehow Hasidus always enlivens the soul? It's known that the great Reb Chaim Salavechik, even, who's one of the greatest litvisha, non-Hasidic, Gedolim, Reb Chaim Brisker, he used to send his children to the Hasidic shuls to see how they davened, because Hasidim were always famous for being in constant love of God. What was it about the Baal Shem Tov soul? What is it about the Baal Shem Tov's teachings, the theology, that makes it that it awakens all Jews from their fainting? What do we have to hold on to? What does it mean for us in our lives? So the Tzemach Tzedek in Derech Mitzvah in the Mitzvah Achtus Hashem, the Tzemach Tzedek is explaining what's the mitzvah of the unity of God. The Baal Shem Tov's teaching is the deepest of the deep. The Baal Shem Tov's teaching in the unity of God, even though seemingly it was quite recent historically in Am Yisrael, but it was Hashem whispering our name into our ear was our essential name, it was our essential being, being brought into us. It's not an innovation, it's a revelation of essence. It's not an innovation, it's a revelation of essence. And the reason that the Jewish people accepted Chassidus, even though it's such a recent, quote-unquote, revelation, is because it was felt that this is the essence of who we are and this is the light of Mashiach. This is the light that preceded creation. This is the light that was shining on the first day of creation that God hid in the Torah. 
And the Tzemach Tzedek says, so when it comes to the mitzvah of Achdus Hashem, there's one thing that the Zohar and even the Arizal don't even talk about. The Zohar says that of the acceptance of the belief of the meditation of the unity of Hashem is to meditate that God's transcendent light and God's imminent light, the light of God that fills the world like a soul and the light of God that encompasses all of the galaxies are essentially one. Says the Baal Shem Tov, what the Zohar didn't speak about is the actual physical world. Gashmis Hanivroim. The Zohar is talking about different levels of light, of Sovav Kolam and Mamali Kolam and the transcendent light, the imminent light. But says that Tzemach Tzedek, Oymek Yesoid Teres HaBal Shem Tov, what the Baal Shem Tov taught, and this is what's explained in Shara Yichud Vemuna in the first chapters, is that the physical world itself is elokus, is godliness. Because Hashem is bringing the world into existence every moment, the Baal Shem Tov taught. And therefore, the world is nothing other than the light of God. And so the Baal Shem Tov taught that no matter where you are in the physical world, the physical objects that you're experiencing are elokus, are godliness, are not less unified with God's essence than God's transcendent light. The transcendent light of God and the Gashmias, the physicality of this world, are equally God's essence, the Baal Shem Tov taught. The Baal Shem Tov brought the focus onto the Gashmias Hanivra, onto the actual physical world. And the Baal Shem Tov revealed the messianic revelation that Havaya Hu Elikim, that the name Havaya is one with Elikim, what really already says in Kabbalah that Elokim is gematria, the name Elokim is the same numerical value of the word hateva, nature. So Havai Huha Elokim is that God and nature, God is all and all is God. Nature is nothing other than God's infinite being. No matter where you are, you are unified with God. That's the mitzvah of Achtas Hashem according to the Baal Shem Tev. So if we go back to the parable, <coughs> that we learned about when we learned the Rambam, the parable of the man using the axe to chop a tree. And we said that God uses nature, God uses a wind to make leaves blow, God uses a Tylenol to heal a headache, but God is always holding on to nature. The Rambam says, Ashgacha Pratis, true divine providence, is that God is fully in power. There's never a separate power from God within nature. It's like a man using an axe to chop a tree. Who's chopping the tree, the man or the axe? Both. And that's how God uses nature. That's the mitzvah of the unity of God according to the Rambam. But the Baal Shem Tev taught, imagine now that the man and the axe and the tree are all one. In the parable of the Rambam, the man and the tree and the axe are three separate things. The Baal Shem Tev taught, the man, the axe, the Tylenol, you, your headache, all of reality, infinite being, nothingness, it's all one. It's all Hashem. Ein od milvado, like it says in this week's parsha. Ein od milvado, ata haresaladas. We were shown to see that Havai Elikim, that God in His infinite essence and nature, the physical reality that you experience on a daily basis, are one. Ein od milvado, there is nothing other than God. The Baal Shem Tov taught the mitzvah Achdus Hashem is to know that all there is is Hashem, and we're part of that. And as the Alter Rebbe explains in the 33rd chapter of Tanya, that the more we believe in this truth, the more we could be besimcha, and we could rest in the truth that we are nothing other than God. 
And that rest is the secret of Shabbos, the secret of Mashiach, the secret of the ultimate revelation of Mashiach, the Yom Shakulei Shabbos, resting in the truth that Einon Malvadei, we are all one with Hashem.